0: Thing. there and that is a thing for that two for do locked locked and loaded loaded, locked. And locked. loaded and locked and rocked i got i got a james a bloody james
1: i got james he's multiplying that so
0: doesn't what does it make? yeah doesn't make too bloody much. mary with stubs in it. i put a pickles and olives this time olives yeah all is very handy because I also have a, uh, I have a shish kebab stick because I'm using my tall uh, mason jar. That's my official Bloody James glass. Um, and it's the only thing I can get. i got to get the olives out the bottom. Did you say Bloody James? A Bloody James. It's a Bloody Mary, but I put stubs in it. Oh, I like it. Um, yeah, but the olives, you put an olive on the end of a skewer, and that makes a handy drink whisk to get all that delicious barbecue sauce mixed through. Oh, very nice. Very nice. It is a winner. Winner, winner. Olive dinner. Because, as so often happens, you know, as I'm doing runs all day, I did not eat. I did have a coffee and a V8. I could have had a V8. So this is the first thing I'm putting solid food in myself. In your belly. there's a couple decent-sized martini olives. uh, Pickle spear and uh, James. Yes. Yes. Because because James. What? Hey, James. Hey, Nick. James. Nick. Welcome to Dork.
1: Welcome to Dork. I'm Nick Moore. Brown.
0: And I'm Nick Moore. You're listening to Dork episode 189.
1: You're creeping up on 200.
0: You are. We're getting ever closer to our bicentennial. <laughs> we'll be releasing special quarters. They're actually just American bicentennial quarters because commemorative Coins are expensive to make. Yes. Uh, actually, but if I you have a,
1: an uh, American bicentennial quarter on my keychain.
0: I know. You've showed me. Yeah. No, I think I have one in my change cup in my truck. No. In fact, I, I know I do. I've got a bicentennial... Silver dollar. It's not
1: like you're saying a
0: bison. I have a bison silver dollar. Actually, the bison are on the nickels. Yes. Um, But yeah, my bright, shiny, bicentennial silver dollar uh, given to me by a family friend before he, he, like two days before he got fired from the place where we both worked. And as I was going, oh, that's a shame. I got fired. Oh. So, so like, man, that's terrible. Oh, wait, no, this is worse. Okay. <laughs> Personally um, but yeah, but it's cool. I think I've got an interview lined up for the first week of August. Uh, yep. That's exciting. Yeah, very cool.
1: Ooh, it's very exciting.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I got a, like a phone interview this week. But the actual in-person interview. Okay. First week of August.
1: Well, good. That's you're on the path now. You're in. You're in the bubble.
0: I'm in the groove. Get into I'm in that slot. Room. I'm grinding in that slot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Getting yeah. In, Get all in it. Yeah. But I don't. But because of that, I think when I start, I'm actually going to be doing shipped long enough that I'll have to do school supplies. Something I didn't think about, but uh, one of the ladies that works at Target was like, oh, yeah, you're going to have to do school supplies. That sucks. I was like, oh, shit, you're right. That's going to be terrible. I mean, I guess.
1: You yeah. have to just think of like, hundreds and hundreds of you know pencils and erasers and glue and Kleenex and paper towels and yeah. notebooks and binder keepers and book sacks and lunchbox.
0: This, this week, Target's doing a special...
1: Markers and liquid paper and erasers, pencil sharpeners, compasses. compasses. Yeah.
0: Like, do they still use compasses? I guess they do. You got to draw a circle somehow. Mm. Carry that goddamn thing around in my backpack all year and we use it like for a week. Did stab it step in, in the hand?
1: It probably ripped the shit out of your backpack
0: too. Yeah, man. Yeah. Bullshit. But they said you got to have it, so my backpack's loaded with all this shit. I never used. Poor shit is is. Second semester, yeah, it's garbage. But yeah, so Target's doing a thing where they have a special discount for teachers this week. Teachers, as it turns out, are fucking awful shoppers. Probably. Like they don't they don't have any concept of how to sort things on the conveyor belt. They don't know. Like, like oh, I going to separate this. I want to do this this way. I want to go. I'm going to do this one right here, and then I'm going to do these things over it like this, but like that. I'm gonna, that's a different thing. And then I'm going to do this right here, and then behind them, those of us who know how to shop are getting pissed.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I bet, baby. Yeah, it's it's so stupid and annoying. Um, but a more Relevant news. Um, so my my uh, uh, Amazon did not update episode ten of
1: uh, BattleBots Battle.
0: on Saturday like they normally do. It didn't pop up till last night. So, but I was able to find it on YouTube. So I watched it. Oh,
1: I've got it on the Google. I got a season pr- uh, pass for Google. That's very cool. I, I mean, it fucking worked. I was able to watch it Saturday. Yeah, but
0: it anyhow. Yeah, well, I was able to find it on YouTube Saturday. And um, while I was hunting around, I found there's like a bunch of different robot fighting leagues that put fights up on YouTube. One of them is Robot Wars.
1: Oh, are they still making it or is it old episodes?
0: Um, this, looked like, dude, this looks like it was shot... Um, it's it's decent camera work, but it was shot like uh, outside the ring. Um, oh. And... It's this is a this is like almost underground. It's like it's in a warehouse, um, and the uh, what I watched was a compilation of fights by this robot called Last Rights.
1: Okay, pretty good. Last
0: name. Last Rights is Tombstone. I don't know if it's the same guy, oh, uh, or if somebody just ripped off his design exactly, but it's Tombstone. Yeah, and given the names, it's like you know that can't be a coincidence, right? Uh, and this is every fight it had this season, it lost twice. And the first robot it lost to that knocked it out of the main running Uh is almost identical to Duck. Hmm. Interesting.
1: Mm -hmm. Because Duck is, you know, it may be like a very simple design, but it can take a lot of punishment.
0: And that's what it did it kept its blade the big old bulldozer blade in between it and Last Rights weapon and took the hit enough to knock Last rice off kilter and so then it launched itself into the air with all that kinetic energy it just like launched right. fucking across which, the ring and it lands means- on its box which popped open and messed up its guts right which is what we've seen happen
1: to Tombstone on occasion mm-hmm. that's exactly what happened to it at the end of the fight with bronco in the first season of this new um this new battle bots
0: no and it's gotta so that's how you do it you gotta get it off you know so that it that big old blade hits the ground and that'll break it now yeah so it went to the losers bracket and ended up losing again to a pair of bots which we've seen before crash and burn they're two wedges okay and what they did was they hedged it yeah, so that yeah. it had to hit one of them and launched. And then did the same thing. Had a flip in the air, land on the back of that corner of the box uh, of the shell of the robot and pop open the lid. Knock its guts loose. But so
1: how, how old were these videos, do you think?
0: They weren't that old. Um, like
1: more than three years?
0: I don't know. I, I didn't I didn't check the date. It looked recent enough that I, I would say within the last five years.
1: Okay. So this might have this might have been like tombstone
0: like working through his kinks basically. Maybe. Maybe. I'm not sure. But um is there a satisfying see seeing it go down. Carol and I have become <laughs> big, no, no. big fans of Duck. Just because it's a great father daughter project, you know. Oh yeah, definitely. I understand that. I was still rooting for
1: Bronco against Duck, though, because Broncos, my Broncos, my beast.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and it it won. Flipped like a fucking pancake. Oh yeah. Oh, I don't know what it is about Flipperbots. I love Flipperbots.
1: Of course, all uh, the ones I can think of that were like really good were made by the same team. The um, you know, this like Reason Bradley and um Xander
0: cage woo! <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah like they made you know like toro and t-minus and all these other ones that were they basically it's like different variations on the same idea it's just all all it's it's made to just flip things
0: but yeah well work through those kinks man yeah
1: Bro- machine. bronco definitely looks strong this year this year I mean, all, all, it's only had, like, three fights, and, like, every single time it's, like, flipped its opponent out of the ring. Well, like, well, I mean, it didn't flip, uh, not Dissector, what's his name, Lockjaw out, but, you know, it's like it flipped it, like, 15 feet in the air. Made a mark on the goddamn battle box wall. Hmm. What's funny is, like, in that particular moment, it also, like, you know, Lockjaw, like, flipped it to the air, like, 12, 15 feet, whatever it was, hit the, hit the side, and then, like, came right back down on Bronco. Which have been an ironic way for it to lose. But Bronco is tough enough to keep going. I'm just gonna say Bronco one more time, because Bronco, Bronco, Bronco. Bronco. Call me Bronco. I Call me Bronco. Bronco Fitzsimmons.
0: Jewish cowboy. Like a
1: Jewish cowboy. Oh my god. We went to the Trivia last week, and um, one of the questions was, what is the exterior of the Empire State Building made out of, which they uh-huh. had to have tr- shipped in from Indiana, some place in Indiana, in order to like have enough of it to make the building. And um,
0: Is it corn? Well, that's Iowa.
1: Why do you always have to ruin everybody's good time, Nick? Sorry. <laughs> you were saying... No, and it is limestone. Ah, yeah. And uh, I started singing like a limestone cowboy,
0: bam, And the the
1: uh, the trivia host heard me, and like you know, the bartender like ringing the bell because that was just such a such a pun. I'm not gonna say it's such a good pun or such a bad pun. It was just such a pun. It was just you know.
0: I would have thrown the bell at you.
1: <laughs> Most people would have. <laughs>
0: It happens. That's <laughs> happened from time to time. I, uh, I, I had this pair of leather Chuck Taylors that I've worn the living shit out of. Um, and uh, about a month or so ago, the side of it started splitting off the sole. And I was like, no, I got to find more because they're really expensive. But Carol's able to find them for me on eBay. And I got a deal on them. It's like, no. But I took it to the shoe repair place. And for $7, they fixed them.
1: Oh, I also about to ask what if you went to a shoe repair place?
0: Yeah, I want to go and throw that out there. Uh, get your shoes fixed, especially if you yep. like them, because yep. uh, seven dollars.
1: What's funny is, like, I actually googled a shoe repair place uh, yesterday, or maybe the day before, for the mm-hmm. first time. Like, I've never like been like, "Oh, I need a shoe repair place," not because I need repairing shoes, but my messenger bag, the zipper came off the uh, track. Yeah, fixed it. Yeah, and like Jane was like, you know, take it to a shoe repair place. I'm like, I don't know. But um, yeah, I'll be taking it to uh, issue repair place uh, probably tomorrow morning, and um, I will let you guys know how it goes.
0: I'm very excited to hear about it. But yeah, it's like the library. There's one of those things that I think is an underutilized resource. Like fix your fucking shoes. If you, got, if you like buy good shoes, like real leather, like decent shoes, spend money on shoes, and then fix them. Yeah, they're cobblers. buying shitty shoes over and over again. Yeah, there's an abundant amount of co-
1: cobblers around. So, you know, they're waiting to fix your shoes.
0: Yeah, let them do it. What's your problem, man? I got no fucking problem, man. Shit. Let them fix your fucking shoes. Quit being such an asshole. That dude's got kids to feed. Actually, hey, yeah. Mil- Militillo's here. Uh, the guy that opened it, like his son, I think, took over the company and then like he like didn't want to fix shoes anymore. But there's a dude that started when he was real young, and uh, now he's like 60 or 70, uh, worked there his whole life, uh, and he sold it to him. And the guy like was like, I never thought about owning a business, but whatever. Now I do. Hmm. And he's good at fixing shoes, so he should keep doing that. Everybody's got a skill.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. So, you haven't been to the the movie recently, huh? No, did you? Yeah. I finally went to go see Ant-Man and the Wasp. Saw it on the IMAX. Which is ironic, seeing something a movie about people that shrink on the biggest screen you can. What? It was good. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, earth-shatteringly great or anything. But did you have fun?
0: I had fun. It was a fun time. Okay, and you can spoil or, spoil this for me because I'm just curious. Okay, you have Sorry, a specific uh, you have a specific question,
1: or you just want me to spoil? Spoil okay. the
0: whole <laughs> I... Sorry, I just ate all of it. Fuck with me, and I hate people <laughs> eat shit on my um, No, So, do they get Lawrence Fishburne in a suit? No.
1: No. Lawrence Fishburne does not change size in any fashion. He does not grow,
0: he does not shrink. That sucks. I was very excited about that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, oh, I want to see him. Lawrence Fishburne.
1: Although I've been thinking about like the way the roster for the McDo- McDonald's what the fuck am I smoking? The Marvel Cinematic Universe uh roster is like increasing. Like you you could barely throw a stone in Hollywood and like not, you know, and not hit somebody who's been in the MCU in some form or fashion. Cause you said Lawrence Fishburne, And I was like, Oh yeah, he was in, did he do anything like that in the, in the matrix? Speaking of the matrix, his co-star Carrie Ann Moss in the matrix is now part of the Marvel cinematic universe. She's like,
0: a Oh yeah. The lo- she's a the lawyer. lawyer. On
1: Daredevil and, uh, iron fist and all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. Where's, uh, where's, uh, Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Maybe he's next. Yeah, damn it! Get on that shit. Hell yeah! Well, oh.
1: I mean, if you like, I mean, that's that's like the new like Kevin Bacon thing. It's like, except it's not gonna it's gonna be less than six degrees to get from you know any particular actor to somebody that's in the MCU. Because like I'm, I was I was just open the IMDb thing and like the new Mission Impossible movies coming out. And, like, you know, Jeremy Jeremy Renner was in Mission Impossible movies. Jeremy Fucking.
0: Renner is going to be Twitch in Spawn. Did you see that? No. They're doing a live-action Spawn. Uh, Jamie Foxx is going to be Spawn. Yeah, and the Skinny Cop. Uh, yeah, I didn't see, see that. I don't see that at all. I'm not knocking it, but, like, he's going to be Twitch. I was like, that's a weird choice. Yeah, he's going to have to put on some,
1: like, Lemony Schnicket, like, level of makeup to make that play the way it should.
0: Yeah. And who's gonna be Sam? I don't know, maybe Ving Rames. <laughs> Why not?
1: Why not? I mean, I was just thinking about Ving Rames because like he was in um Mission Impossible with Jeremy Renner, and then uh, he was also in one of the he was in Guardians of the Galaxy Two, I believe, as like one of like the background reavers. Like not not like one of the people that they focused on much, but you know, he was in there.
0: Yeah, I don't know who I'd cast as Sam now. Like your first thought it goes to like John Goodman. But John Goodman's first he's lost some weight and he's old. He is old. You know, it's too old to be Sam. Um I mean he's in the same
1: Sam is like in the same neighborhood as like Harvey Bullock from the Batman animated series. Yeah. You can't get, you know, what's it whatever his name? Bob Costanza, or I think it's Bob. Robert Costanza to like play him. Because like he's old now too.
0: Like I who's mean, a go to loud fat guy now?
1: Well, Chris Farley's dead. Yeah. Um
0: <laughs> Who is a loud fat guy? No, oh. like I, I'm thinking about it. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if there's any like go-to loud fat guys in Hollywood. Sure, somebody right now is going. It's blah blah blah. I don't know. Like Jim Belushi. How old is he now, though? No, he. John Belushi was the fat loud one. Jim was like, I got a job now. <laughs> 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 I got to be on Saturday Night Live for that one shit season.
1: Horatio Sands? No,
0: he's skinny too. What the fuck, man? Who's the fat guy on Saturday night live now? Keenan? Oh, um, no. He's he's the black guy. No, um, he's yeah, he's also been he's also he's been a, on there
1: for longer than anybody
0: else. Yeah, he's the black guy that's not the black guy on weekend update. And not that one black guy that's a featured player. Right. Um no, who is it? It's uh the dude, fuck. The dude that did Bobby Flay, but he—I don't think he's on Saturday Night Live anymore either. Will Forte? No, that no, not that. What's his name? What's his fucking name? God Bobby Monahan. Bobby Monahan, yeah, yeah. But he wouldn't be a good Sam.
1: No, like he a, would not. you need
0: a big, loud, boisterous motherfucker, and I can't think of one for the life of me.
1: Like nobody current, right? Yeah. I don't know, like, dude. Like Chris Farley doing like an Oscar level uh, you know dramatic turn. <laughs> Not even an Oscar level, but like, you know, doing like a more serious turn. That would have been great. Because, yeah. you know, again, he's been dead for 20 years, so it's kind of gonna be hard to get him. Slacker.
0: Him <laughs> and his crack.
1: It's interesting things that happen if you, you Google like fat guy on Saturday Night Live. Because like Bobby Moynihan comes out first, but then like you know, all these pictures of Chris Farley. Yep. That, yeah. Hey, they only gave Tommy Boy five out of ten. Oh no, it's the fifth clip out of ten. I get you. Okay. Oh. But yeah, Ant Man and the Wasp. It was good. Had fun. I recommend it, even though I think it had, had like a serious drop the second weekend. But you know. I think people are fucking. You you go on that emotional roller coaster that we call fucking Infinity War, and you're not going to want to go to the goddamn theater, letting, let alone go to the theater <laughs> to see an MCU movie for like a while.
0: Yeah, that soured some folks.
1: Speaking of going to the movie, like, and I don't understand how this works. So it may they may change it. But do you have Movie Pass? Or you've heard of people with
0: Movie Pass? I do not have it. I have heard of it.
1: Yeah, the AMC has a, a thing that's a movie pass like thing. It's like called a list, and it's like twenty dollars a month, and you can see up to three movies a week. And mm-hmm. I mean, you can, including like on opening night, opening weekend kind of stuff, in the Dolby Theater,
0: yeah.
1: and in IMAX. And like I've seen four movies in the last um, month, or even it hasn't even been a full month. And so like each one of those would have cost at least ten dollars. And so it would, you know, like I've, I've seen $50 worth of movies for $40 and I'm not even using it to it. They're not $40 for $20 and I'm not even using it to its full extent. So it's kind of, it's kind of a good deal.
0: Well, you getting your money's worth out of I'm it.
1: Just, yeah. I'm just passing on the information to everybody. Yeah. I mean, like I'm getting my money's worth out of it. I'm not even using, like I'm not even getting full value out of it. I saw a fucking, um, Ant-Man and the Wasp and, um, Incredibles and uh, Fallen Kingdom, uh, Jurassic Park, and oh, Infinity War again. I saw I saw Infinity War like one more time before it left the theaters. So anyway, check it out. That's all I'm saying. I'm not getting any money from uh, AMC as far as I know for that. I mean, if they want to, like, if they want to go ahead and send me something for saying that, that's yeah, that's cool. If you know, but
0: but they don't listen to the show.
1: Well, hopefully, I mean, maybe maybe I'll, like, send them a copy of... Uh, <laughs> I'll send them a link. Oh. I like Bloody Marys. I do.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that has nothing to do with, you know, what I just said, but... I'm neglecting mine. I got to get some of this in me. No. Yeah. Do they have a... Uh,
1: at the AMC... Do you go to the AMC uh, either by the mall or on uh, O'Neill?
0: Mm-mm. All
1: Yeah. Because I know the AMC in Elmwood here in uh, well it's technically in Harahan but it's you know serving the New Orleans area uh, there's a bar so you gonna go and like get a drink and take it into the theater with you like get all sloshed up while you're watching ant man in the get uh, well, you, you yourself
0: a flask James you've got a bar with you everywhere you go
1: I know but I'm just saying like in a place with it doesn't serve alcohol they if they catch you with a flask it's like hey you brought alcohol here and there's not supposed to be alcohol
0: yeah, but you know, they don't...
1: If, not if, ushers. No, I'm just saying, if they catch you with it here, it's like, hey, you're not supposed to bring in outside food or drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not- I know. That's why it's
0: a pocket flask. <laughs> yeah. I did come in with it swinging around my neck, fool. Go away. <laughs> what do you care? You want some? No? Yeah, Shut much, up.
1: Much easier to do in the winter. Anyhow. Um, but yeah. AMC, A list. Check it out.
0: I used my flask last week.
1: Uh, were you going to a movie or were you just going to some event?
0: Yeah. Or are well, you just- <laughs> Carol, Carol was in a, uh, one of the guys she works with was doing a class called um, the Not Just for Kids uh, Comedy Class. So it's like people that are interested in theater. Haven't really acted they do like a four-day class where they go over a a play and then at the end of the week They put the play on So, okay um, The guy asked Carol to be in the class because she's done some stuff and can bring some energy to the room Um, So I had to go sit to this play It was a 30-minute play called how to survive the zombie apocalypse Okay, And, and I was like well shit the bar's not gonna be open. I know because they didn't ask me to bartend So, I brought. I have a little. It's a theater flask. The theater flask is tiny, but like three and a half ounces. And it is wrapped in black leather so it doesn't glint, you know? Yeah. You know, going, look at. I have a flask. This is like a little. And you can palm it. You can hold it in one hand. It's like, I'm going to this shit. Take this. And it's. That flask is like the last thing I ever stole. (laughs) It's from a, a. uh, winter job I had uh, my senior year of high school. Okay. But I still have it, and it still works, and it's still awesome. It's like that uh, that watch Popcat Goldsway had in uh, Police Academy 3. Was that Citizens on Patrol? Uh, I think it was 4.
1: Uh, I think 3 was back in training. Right. That Wait. sounds right. Which one was assignment man uh,
0: Citizens on Patrol, I think, was four. Oh my god! Hold on, mm-hmm. pull this shit up. Like, I, I think be. it would be yeah. it'd be difficult explaining the success of the police academy movies to a kid, to anybody, really. Yeah, it was four. Citizens on Patrol. Citizens on Patrol. Oh, you can get the complete DVD box set. Tell how academy. many? How many fucking movies are there? A lot, dude. I know. I can. I can
1: name six
0: because um, it's like
1: a police academy and then like the second one, I don't know. I don't seventh. remember if it
0: had a subtitle. The seventh was Mission to Moscow. It was 1994.
1: Oh, what was six then? Because five was Miami Beach, right?
0: Oh, God damn. Um, let's see. <laughs> uh, seven was Mission to Moscow. Six is City Under Siege. Five was oh, okay. Assignment Miami Beach. Four was Citizens on Citizen Patrol. Three is back in training. Two, their first assignment. And then... <laughs>
1: And then one was one, yeah, which was a almost perfect movie. I mean, for what it it it, it tried to achieve, it achieved everything it tried to achieve. Let me put it that way. There's some movies that like tried for you know greatness and fall very short. This one mm-hmm. tries for mediocrity and nails it. Fucking nails it.
0: <laughs> <sighs> mm.
1: Like, it, it was not too big for the britches.
0: Yeah. Oh, so here's here's some numbers for you on Police Academy. Oh, uh, okay. You want to take a guess at the complete, like the domestic gross for all the films? Uh, six hundred million dollars. Wow. No, two hundred thirty nine million. <laughs> That's across See, six films. But the reason it was able to go, like somebody who said, you know, we really had to do Mission to Moscow. Uh, the reason was the first one. It had a $4.5 million budget. Yeah. It made $81 million. Yep. That sounds about right. Holy shit. The second one, they bumped it, and I don't know why they do this. They bumped it up to a $7.5 million budget. It came out the next year. Like, to the day. (laughs) Uh, At $7.5 million, it only made $55.6 million. But that's still really fucking good. Yeah. Good enough that they put out another one the next year. Same week. It only made $43 million. Okay. But but again, a guaranteed return on investment. It did, did not list the budget for it. So the next year... They do it again. Police Academy 4, Citizens on Patrol, released April 1987. $28 million. Right? So it's taking a slide, but still, if you're looking at like a $7 million budget. Yeah, it's 400%. Yeah. Guaranteed return return on investment. Why wouldn't you do it? So the next year, (laughs) March 18th, 1988. Please academy five assignment miami beach i believe that's the one gutenberg bowed out on yeah uh it only made 19 million dollars but again even on a 10 million dollar budget you're almost doubling your money guaranteed why not don't spend a lot on uh promotion you know maybe like a five million dollar budget you're doing good the next year, March 10th, 1989, they released Police Academy 6, City Under Siege. Um, that one is the last one I remember watching. I did not see Mission to Moscow. But that one made $11.5 million. Um, Mission to Moscow came out five years later. Well, oh, they didn't, they didn't keep up with the momentum? Here's why. So the budget for Mission to Moscow. Mission to Moscow, mind you, the seventh movie in a series that had not had a sequel in five years. The hardcore um, Police Academy fans at this point have bowed out. They still gave it a $10 million budget. Would you like to take a guess at the domestic gross? Uh, $4 million. So $10 million budget. It made... $126,247. $126,247. No. Yes. If they took all the money they made for the domestic gross, they could maybe buy a reasonable house. <laughs>
1: not close to anything, you know. No
0: no not near the not near a coast, you know, but like Akron.
1: I mean, yeah, well, not close to anything. Like, you know, it's not to be like a little bit out in the uh in the sticks
0: wow (laughs) oh my god so (laughs) right under that is the it's the it's the um section under setting and this is what it says under setting okay and this is all that's under setting the blue oyster bar is a fictional bar and the setting of a recurring gag scene The bar is a stereotypical depiction of a Leatherman's Bear gay bar, featuring patrons dressed up as bikers in leather clothing and as police officers, sailors, and other stereotypically masculine gay fashion archetypes. The Blue Oyster was originally located on Howell Street in the first movie, but was relocated to 655 Cohen Avenue in the second. Proctor erroneously gives the address number as 621. Within the film series, unsuspecting characters periodically enter the bar unaware of its nature, usually as a result of a prank by the lead characters. Once inside, the victims are trapped and forced to dance along with the other patrons to the signature tune, El Bimbo. Among those t- <laughs> among those lured in war, Cadets Blanks and Copeland, first film. The first time it's intentional and the second time it's accidental. Sweet Chuck Mahoney and Hightower, second movie due to a riot. Proctor, third and fourth films. Captain Harris and Proctor, fourth film
1: so i'm looking at the cast for uh police academy mission to moscow 1994 uh, which earned 3.4 stars out of 10 on uh, imdb um and the cast does include like michael winslow the yeah, famous sound effects guy, do you know and david graff uh the um the over enthusiastic gunman, Tackleberry. Uh,
0: Tackleberry. He's dead. Oh, is he? Yeah, he died. Oh, him and Captain Harris are both dead. In 2001. Well, Captain Harris. What? When did Captain Harris die? He died. Uh, it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, it couldn't have been that long ago because
1: he was in that uh, procedural thing. And as a matter of fact, he's not dead. Who's dead? Uh plenty of people are dead. Over 100 million <laughs> people have died. <laughs> Over 100 billion people have died in the last, you know, hundred thousand years.
0: Um, yeah. Oh, Lo- Billy Bird, who played uh, Feldman.
1: Oh yeah. Well, she was on um, Night Court as well. Yeah. Apparently, Christopher Lee was on in um, this Mission to Moscow as well, and he's dead. So. Oh wow! Claire Foy and Ron Perlman were also in it. Now I actually want to see this. What?
0: Claire Ferlani and Ron Perlman? Yeah. What the fuck?
1: <laughs> Ron Perlman has been in a very wide range of cinematic projects.
0: That's like finding out your parents did a softcore porn. Very they, soft. W- wait, what? <laughs> Claire Frelani and Ron Perlman were in mission to Moscow?
1: <laughs> Apparently, hey, people got to start or continue somewhere. I don't even know. That's
0: 94.
1: Yeah, that's 94.
0: That's like Claire Filani was... is a peak. Like, she's the goddess of the 90s. She did uh, Mall Rats. She had done, when was uh, Meet Joe Black? Uh, 1998. Yeah. So, I mean, like, hold on. I got to look up Claire Filani's fucking career.
1: Well, it started in 1991, 92 with uh, the Press Gang, or Press Gang. She was in the Gypsy Eyes in 1992. And in the T V miniseries JFK yeah. Reckless, Reckless Youth. In nineteen ninety three. No, she
0: did Mission to Moscow before Mawratz. as was a year before Mawratz. Yep. Then she was in The Rock. Meet Your Black was ninety eight. Mystery men. Yeah. I mean The Medallion. She worked. Green Street Hilligans. Huh. But like her last few films have been direct to DVD. That sucks. Oh. Oh, no. She was in Hawaii Five-0. Ba, 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 and NCIS Los Angeles. Yeah. That's a shame. I like her little squinty eyes. When she's all like, oh, hi. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Uh, Michael Winslow. I was actually on a um, on a, a, a cruise ship with him.
0: Say what? Was he on a cruise or was he like a,
1: a comedian? He was, was an entertainment.
0: That's awesome.
1: Yeah. I I didn't go see him. What? I I didn't feel like it. That like that particular night, I was all like, I, was, I think that might have been the night I was sick in Skagway. So, um, you were on a fucking boat with
0: Michael Winslow and you didn't go.
1: I I don't regret. I don't regret it.
0: You should regret that. I should, but like, I don't. He was on a fucking cruise. Ship. Like I would take that cruise. What cruise are you going on? The Michael Winslow cruise. He's doing Wednesday night. Where's he going? I don't fucking care. <laughs> I know I'm going to be on a boat with Michael Winslow and he can't escape. I'm going to make him do that typewriter shit.
1: <laughs>
0: you ever seen that video?
1: Game over.
0: There's a video uh, of him at like the National Typewriter Museum and he's listening to... it, Dude, it's seriously like 70 different typewriters. He's got headphones on and he listens to the recording of it and then he reproduces it on the mic. I know what you're thinking, like it's a typewriter. What don't they all fuck no, they don't all fucking sound alike. They're all unique little snowflakes, and he reproduces each one of them incredibly. It is amazing. And you missed that because you were quote unquote sick. Yep. Yep, yep, yep.
1: Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. Yes. So, so So Ron Perlman had done. uh, That was this was after the Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, yeah, he did that entire series uh, from eighty-seven to ninety. And then, like, uh, he's got a lot, a lot, a lot of voiceover, a lot of uh, you know voice acting credits. He's got a
0: good voice for it.
1: I know. I mean, I knew he was. Actually, I think I first knew his name because he was playing uh, Clayface on the Batman animated series. Oh, him? <laughs> he was Matt Hagen. Clayface. Yeah.
0: Holy shit. Wow.
1: Are, you, are you eating a pickle or an olive?
0: What the fuck's going on? I just ate the pickle, but I wasn't expecting you to go. He was the voice of fucking Clayface. Holy yeah. shit. I gotta rewatch all those episodes now.
1: Yeah, start with Feet of Clay. Um, two-parter. We'll, yeah, two-parter. Part part two parter. Yeah, two parter. Part one. Very good. I say feet. I mean F E A T. Yep. And if you don't have access to it, I have all the. It's DVDs. on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. I have all the DVDs for the Batman animated series. So.
0: Shit! I know what I'm watching tonight. Still holds up. Still a great fucking. And it's Batman. the fucking
1: best animated TV series. You know what? I'm just going to stop there. It's the best animated TV series. The Batman animated series from the early 90s.
0: hmm Yeah.
1: Speaking I mean, of awesome first-
0: 1990s animated series, did you see what Jordan Peele wants his next project to be? Uh, is it Darkwing Duck? No. Okay, what is it? You're in the same neighborhood, though, dude. Tailspin? Come on. Ducktails? Gargoyles. Live action. <gasps> oh!
1: <laughs>
0: right? Yes, yes, that's right
1: A thousand times. Yes. Holy shit. Yes. Yes yeah, bum, 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 Oh my god, I would I, I would give to shut up and get take my money just seriously Holy fuck.
0: So he was he was uh, pimping his new project and They're like, so what, do, what would you like to work on next? And he goes, I'd love to do a live-action gargoyle series or a live-action uh, Gargoyles movie And I had to imagine the reporter was like, what? What? And he's like, yeah, dude, that's what I want. Like, if Disney doesn't, say yes, take take the property because we're not doing jack shit with it.
1: I know, seriously.
0: Because you could totally roll that into another series. Like, let Jordan Peele fucking do it. Let him do it. I know. He's got all that fucking heat on him right now. Let Let him do it. Let him do it. That movie will make so much money. Oh man. You time it to come out it. the same time the live action Spawn movie comes out. You get that whole summer of like 90s nostalgia. I will spend so much money at the theater. Take it. Take my goddamn money. Shit.
1: Oh. I'd buy that. I'd buy that. I'd buy that for more than a dollar.
0: Well, you got you know, that movie pass.
1: Yeah, this is true. I don't even have to spend a dollar you good. Just throw that in.
0: Yeah, fucking A. But yeah, that, that I saw that and I was like, fuck, that's going to be a good movie. They need to fucking make it happen. Call him, Disney.
1: Oh. oh, Jesus. That would be fucking awesome. That would be so fucking awesome.
0: Yeah. Oh my god. Because you know he's going to take care of it. Shit, <laughs> yeah. Like, he's not going to fuck around. He's going to do it right. Speaking of things done right, there is a. So you did you ever play Uncharted? I played the first one all the way through. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. I'll tell you, it's you know the first one is uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Essentially, second one is um, Temple of Doom. The third one is um, the uh, what is it? Not Search for the Holy Grail. What's the fuck it called? The Last Crusade. Last Crusade. Like they're they follow them exactly. I haven't played the fourth ones, but I'm guessing it's going to be Crystal Skulls somehow. But the main character, Nathan Drake, is quite obviously Nathan Fillion. Like, yeah. It's not it's not Nathan Fillion, but it's totally Nathan Fillion.
1: Yeah, like when they were talking about making a movie, they were like, Nathan Fillion should obviously play this guy. Yeah.
0: They made a fan film with Nathan Fillion in it. Oh, really? Like he's Nathan Drake. Like they did it. He, he did it. He is. And it's him. And it's fucking awesome. It's on YouTube. It's free. Check it out. It's really good. Like, I would check it out if, if it doesn't do like they did with Deadpool, where they, you know, they just put out the, the footage, you know, on, on the internets. they're yeah. like, oh my god, make this movie. They need to do it before Nathan Fillion gets too old because he's getting up there. Yeah, you know, this... He is, he's, he's not Mal anymore, but that was 20 years ago. So give the guy a fucking break, but he's still, you know, he it could totally work. I, I would, yeah, I would still pay to see that. Yeah.
1: I would pay to see a fucking another Firefly movie too, but you know, that's that's another thing.
0: Ah, yeah, yeah, Well they're doing a, a whole comic series, I think. Yeah, that's exactly the same thing. Yeah, it totally is in it. Yeah. Um yeah, he's only forty seven. And he's Canadian. Like you can tighten it up. Like ah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, give that dude a franchise. I mean, shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, if they can make another fucking Police Academy movie, they can make a goddamn, like, you know, Nathan Fillion franchise.
0: Yeah. Uncharted. They can you put a man how, on the moon. You know Thank how you. pissed off you are with uh with uh, Indiana Jones? Look at this. It's Nathan yeah. Drake. I think it's Nathan Drake. Yeah. I th- like, I think that's right, but it may not be right. I uh-huh. do Nathan
1: Drake, fictional character. He's the protagonist of the Uncharted Video Game Series, developed by Naughty Dog. Gotcha.
0: I believe you, James. I believe I can fly. I can believe I can take six shots of vodka. Alright. Yeah, I really need to get on drinking this. I'm only like no, Oh, I I'm can see the... it's it's marked on the side. I never noticed that. It's got ounce marks on the side.
1: Oh. I'm I'm,
0: I've had 6 mine. ounces.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty much done with mine. I just need to like get the dregs and then like get that pickle. You're d- yeah, you've not drinking anything. Drunken? Drinking, drinking, oh. Drink, 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 drink for the audience uh out there. He is drinking and then he stopped. It's hard to chug a bloody mary. <laughs> it's thick. It's not designed to be chugged. It's designed to be savored. Because it's so savory. It is savory. It is we need savory. to do
0: another show where we get forties again.
1: Oh yeah. That was a fun show. That was a fun show because I didn't get shitty forties. I got like gingling or whatever the fuck it was.
0: Yeah. But it worked. But I mean, we basically it
1: I was shit faced and fancy free.
0: Yeah. Um
1: Oh my god. I would I I need to go back and watch Gargoyles. I ha- owned the first season on D V D. It's probably on some kind of streaming service as well, unless it's one of those Disney XD things. Speaking of which, did you ever watch um, the Tron uh, animated series, Tron Uprising?
0: No. Was it good?
1: Yeah, it was actually pretty good. They like cut it short after, I think, two seasons. But you know, it was fucking entertaining as shit. Hmm. Streaming Gargoyles. Oh, you can buy it. You have to buy it.
0: Some it's Bullshit.
1: Yeah, I mean, it might be on that, like, you know, it might be like a Disney XD thing, but I don't have a subscription to that.
0: No. No, Disney has gotten enough of my money. No. Give me things now, Disney. I'm like, fuck you, we give you Marvel. And we're trying to keep Star Wars going. I've had some weird conversations with people about Last Jedi. And quite a few people didn't like it. I can understand that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, honestly, I can, I mean, it, it's... It takes place like right after the previous one, and it's you know over the, it's it's not epic, you know. It's just like you know what happens over the next several days after the you know the previous movie.
0: I mean, I, it, I guess mostly, I can understand it, but at the same time, like, what do you want? You want more epic? I mean, I I guess it makes sense. Like, it's, if, an, it's <laughs> an escape thing.
1: It's like you know, it's like a hundred people escaping and five people make it out kind of thing. Okay. I mean, like, I don't know what the exact numbers are, but like you know they started with like 40 shuttles leaving this you know rubble base and then they wind up with you know few enough people that they could fit them all in the Millennium Falcon and it's just about like oh we're going to sacrifice ourselves so these people can make it never going to sacrifice ourselves so these other people can make it and by the time you're at the end you got like five people left and it's not it's not uplifting it's not like i mean it's one of those things where i can i mean i can understand why somebody might say you know this is you know this is not leaving me like full of like hope and wonder and stuff and it doesn't make me feel like i you know i watched some of the original Star Wars I didn't War. come I know i'm just saying but like you know once like I maybe it come. might be a thing where once you watch episode 9 it all fits into a place and you like see like where it you know where it its places in the universe in the galaxy so to speak but yeah. i mean i can understand i can definitely understand why some people didn't like it
0: Yeah, like i mean i've seen like like Stuff going around on Tumblr of like or on uh, Twitter, but guys like going, just we're trying to do a fundraiser. We're going to remake it. Don't remake okay. it. Just make another movie. Yeah, I mean, come on. You know, I don't know. There's so much. There
1: is so much of the Star Wars story to tell, which you know, and even even the things that we've seen on the big screen that aren't the quote unquote saga, are like about things directly leading into the events of that. But there's mm-hmm. like there's an entire universe out there, you know? Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I mean, we already did the whole like thing about the last Jedi and like my, I enjoyed it. I had a few problems with it, but like overall I enjoyed it. Have I bought the DVD yet? No, but you know, which is weird. I don't know. I think I'm waiting to, until like all three of the new trilogy are out, but I don't know. I saw it a couple of times in the theater. I did my duty.
0: I did my best.
1: I did my best. Of course, I saw Infinity War like three times in the theater. I saw Black Panther four times in the theater. But, you know. Oh, speaking of which, you know how close Black Panther is to $700 million domestic? Very close. To it like is- they started a Kickstarter.
0: <laughs> it over the edge. Yeah, if somebody was like,
1: I know, do this. It's like it's $699 million something right now. It is like less than a million dollars away, probably less than $750,000 away at this point.
0: Yeah, it's not the dumbest Kickstarter out there. No. Like, the, that would be the one where they're trying to get that, whatever, that youngest fucking Kardashian. Kenner? Chloe? Yeah. Kenner? Yeah, uh, Kylie, I think. Kylie? Like, she's almost a billionaire. It's, it's oh, a right. Kickstarter could... to help her be a billionaire. That is just dumb. It's the dumbest fucking thing. And they're like, she's a self-made billionaire. She's not a self-made she's billionaire. She's not self-made. Did she, she start was, with zero? Yeah, she was born into a family of who are, who are billionaires.
1: <laughs> who, are billionaires? <laughs> who
0: are billionaires? Yeah. yeah. Who are you like, And you know, there's all this shit about, don't slut shame. There, she literally began her career with a sex tape. She promoted it. On the advice of her mother, her getting railed in a—it's a shitty sex tape. I don't know if you've seen it. It is not good. I have not. It is garbage. One night in Paris is decent. Like that's what because she's friends with Paris Hilton. She's like Paris, look at Paris, and she's got a show. I want a show. And her mom was like, "Well, we'll just make a sex tape and then we'll put it out there. We'll like leak it." And that—that's all it took. Like, who's this? That's Kim Kardashian. She's Paris Hilton's friend. She's getting banged by a football player. Huh. Yeah. Let's make her a billionaire. And then Jay-Z or um Kanye saw her and he's like, I'm gonna be like Jay-Z. You're never gonna be Jay-Z, Kanye. Ever. Ever. Never. never. Ever. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Pick some interesting twists and turns this episode, James. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have anything else you'd like to address this week? Not really, no. No? All right.
1: Uh, no. I mean, I've watched Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, I watched the World Cup final.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, vivo France.
0: Vivo uh, Viva la France. Vivo <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. France. Frog won. <laughs> so get Croatia, you are bitches. <laughs> Yeah, I mean,
1: once if you like score an own goal in your, uh, if you score on yourself in a World Cup final,
0: I mean, I'm not going to be like,
1: oh, well, you should, you deserve to win.
0: No, no. and Croatia went way further than they uh, anyone, especially Croatia expected them to. And it was like in the what was it eighty eight when Ireland made it into the quarterfinals.
1: Well, it had to be either eighty six or ninety. Eighty six.
0: Yeah, eighty six.
1: Because I remember that happening in 90, because I remember yeah, that. Ireland I remember, I remember, I
0: remember really, people were like, ah, oh, my God. Ireland went nuts. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> and then, so they lost, of course. Right. But the, uh, the coach was like, well, you know, I think we're all proud of my voice. Uh, they did good. You know, we're going to go home, and I think we're all going to get drunk tonight. <laughs> that was his quote. And all of Ireland was like, yes, that sounds great. That sounds great. <laughs> we were going to do it anyway, but you know, it's, good, no, no, no. it's good to have a reason. <laughs> Fucking right. A reason. We're just going to get drunk. We're going to get right. drunk as fuck. Drunk as fuck. <laughs> Fucking ripped. All right. Uh, with that, I'm Nick Moore. Well, I'm James Brown. I'm Nick Moore. You have been dorked. Yet again. And you I have, have been, been dorked. All of you. Darkings, which is such a you loyal listener for tuning in 189 episodes. My God, Why do you I mean, fucking mine? James and I would be doing this anyway because it's great. <laughs> Used to like talk to each other every week. Yeah, it's
1: true. It's cool
0: because I don't really talk to anybody else like this at all. It's true. Like, there's not a single person I think of outside of my wife who I have, and even Carol, I don't have hour an hour long conversation with ever. Like, we spend a lot of time together. But we don't just sit down and talk nonstop. Yeah, it is but, rare.
1: It's rare. It's rare that Jane and I do, and we never. It's the conversation never stays fun the entire time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you're marrying this woman. Congratulations, James. Well, thank
1: you. Thank you very much.
0: But like,
1: I do. I do talk to Oklahoma Mike for uh, when when I talk to him, it goes usually for an hour, and it's usually just silly random shit. But that I I don't talk to him every week.
0: But point being, like. We would do this without you, but it's so much more fun having you here.
1: It is. So, it's, fun. it's fun to know that my words are going to be heard by
0: other people. Um, so thank you uh, uh, again for listening this long. Um, I would love to do like a dork, like not, not like a meet and greet, but like, hey, James and I are going to be at this bar on this night. If you are a fan of the podcast, I would love to fucking meet you in person. If you're still listening 189 episodes in, I want to buy you a beer. We should do a yeah. We should do
1: like a live podcast for number two hundred somewhere yeah. somehow, and like I, just like do it in front
0: of people. And yeah, I, I, I want to buy it's you a drink. Like one <laughs> if, one up, <laughs> if one person shows up, I will buy their drinks all night long. All night long. All, all night. Yeah. All yeah. night long. It's such a silly, silly thing. It's like something James and I talked about doing for forever, and then we finally did it, and it if you would have told me when we started doing it that we were going to be hitting 200, I'd be like, fuck you, that's not, we're we're going to quit long before then. I would have said 60 at the most. Yeah. But it's a wonderful bit of catharsis and uh, it forces me uh, once a week, like stop what I'm doing and chill the fuck out and actually talk about what's important, which is, you know, dork shit. Dork shit. (laughs) So yeah. (laughs) Thanks, folks. Uh, And I'll see you later, James. I will see you later, Nick. Adios. I don't mind up here.